All right. Welcome back to the Casual MMA Podcast, Episode 9. Full disclosure, this is Take 2, because Trav pulled up a questionable website that made his uh, <laughs> our recording platform crash. No, he was, <laughs> he was just trying to find uh, fight metrics for one of the fights we were talking about. Uh, but it's cool. We were only like 15 minutes in. Um, <laughs> but I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna shave any points off for you guys just for you know our own laziness mm-hmm. here. But we are gonna try. We're gonna jump back into it. Uh, we kind of we were we were. I don't know why I'm saying we were. We're about to do it again. So <laughs> yeah. let's just jump back in. All right, here we go. We're gonna do a review of UFC 245. We just had a big fight weekend, and then we're gonna do a preview uh, for next weekend's uh, fight night um we'll probably do the the preview will probably be a little bit more brief it's not a very extensive fight card uh it's important some big fights but not as extensive as you know like ufc 245 was um so we'll go ahead and and jump in here um so just starting from from earlier in the card we won't go through the whole card there were some good fights in the prelims uh chase hooper being whatever 18 or 19 or whatever he is that's exciting that's cool that he was able to um put a guy like david teamer away um but we'll we'll start right before the the main card here with mike perry and jeff neal um so yeah there's not much to to dissect there mike perry is now two and five in his last seven uh went up against jeff neal who is an actual killer 13 and two i forgot to beat nico price you brought that up in the first time we recorded this i don't know if you guys heard <laughs> no i'm just kidding but uh mike perry jeff neal 90 seconds i mean Je- jeff neal jumped on him yeah, I, I, well, we talked about it, and I, I think we were, we, were, we, were, we were we talked about it prior to the podcast. But no, we talked about just how we thought that fight was going to go, and uh, I, I think you know it, it's easy to kind of Mike is is such a like a dog, and he's so good at getting there and mixing it up. I, I think we kind of thought uh, Jeff was going to have to be a little more like safe and calculated, and like push him up against the fence, and you know he talked about after the fight, how he noticed that little nuance of, uh, you know, basically Mike dropping his, um, his, his backhand or his, you know, his blocking hand when he throws feints. And that's what led to that, that kick. And, and man, and he just, after that, he just jumped on him and yeah, I mean, he that is, he's a, he's fast. He's got crazy hand speed. He's athletic. Um, and yeah, he's got some big wins. So, I mean, I don't really know, uh, what it's going to take for him. I mean, if he's not top, uh, if, if he's not top 10 now, I, I don't mm-hmm. know when he's going to be top 10. Right. So, yeah, no, I like we, you know, I, I want to see, I want to see Jeff because I was saying how the, I, I think, and like, we'll talk about a little bit earlier, <laughs> we'll talk about a little bit later, how uh, Usman has kind of showed that he might be head and shoulders above the rest of the division. Colby was his big, in my mind, at least right now, we don't know what could happen, but, Colby was his uh, was like kind of his crypt- like kryptonite to me. Um, I thought yeah. that was gonna. I mean, it was. I mean, it's, you know, it's not. I mean, Usman didn't dominate him at all, but it, it was. It was the fact that Usman was able to put him away is big. So anyway, we'll obviously talk about more about that. But um, that shows me Usman might be head and shoulders above the rest of the division. But like the three through ten rank, the, the those ranks in the welterweight division, which is a pretty exciting division right now. Yeah. Uh, any of those guys could beat the other one. So I think Jeff belongs in that conversation. He kind of should jump into that like around 10, maybe a little below, yeah. because like you mentioned, I don't know if Mike Perry is actually ranked uh, anymore. He's two uh, and five. Yeah, he's he's ta- he's taking some well, bad losses. I'm actually looking it up now. Um, Jeff did jump, but he only jumped to 12. They still have him. See, and some of these guys are kind of writing their name. I mean, you know, and I and I'm fans of a lot of these dudes, but the, the three in front of him are Robbie Lawler, Anthony Pettis, Nate Diaz. 
Man, I Robbie shouldn't be in front of him. <laughs> uh, about, I don't think Robbie's beaten Jeff Neal. I don't think Pettis has beaten Jeff Neal. No. Nate, Nate's feasible, but I mean, Nate doesn't really have the body of work at 170 to deserve that, but he's Nate Diaz, so it's like he's going to be there. But right. then I don't know. I mean, after that, it is pretty thick. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, uh, it Wonder, Wonderboy, Ponzinibbio, Maya, RDA, which RDA uh, questionable. I mean, he's he's having a hard time beating those top guys. But then Leon, Masvidal, Colby, Woodley, and Usman. I mean, that's from there. I mean, that's Murderer's Row. Wow. Yeah, they took Ben Askren out of the rankings. All right, we'll go ahead and close up shop here. No, just, it's like I didn't want it to be true. I have to retire. Like, just keep him in there for a little while. Oh man. All right. Anyway, yeah. So we want to see kind of we want to see Jeff jump a little bit there. Athletic guy. Uh, thirteen and two. Fantastic record. Put away Mike Perry. Uh, Mike Perry, I, we 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 said it once. <laughs> I'm gonna say that so many times. We uh, Mike Perry definitely still has like a future, even though he's on kind of a bad skid right now. A, I do think he has the talent to pull it back together, and he's an exciting guy to watch. And you know, he's memeable, he's funny, he's he's entertaining, he's you know, he's just like an over the top character. So I don't think they'll be quick to cut him. Um, but we'll see what uh, where where both those guys head. Um, okay, so jumping into the the main card. Uh, Uriah is got got finished. I did predict the the Peter Yan uh the win. I predicted a decision though. Uh, we both we both said Peter, I believe, in our predictions for that. Um, I think we yeah. both said decision. Um, but yeah, he put that perfect head kick on him, and that uh that sat him down. I mean, uh, Peter Yan's a, a real threat. Yeah, I mean, I just want to clear out the predictions from this point forward. I actually had every fight right. So, man, did you? Uh, yeah, you did. You did. You no, told no, me I, that. So I did. Okay, I did on wins and loss, not method of of winning. I, I missed <laughs> to several. the minute and yeah. the method. No, yeah, no, I I missed several of those, but I, I did because, of course, because I had no money on these fights. I ended up <laughs> getting every single one right. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, Peter, yeah, that, that was an easy pick. I think uh, we, um, you know, kind of touched on this um, in the podcast that no one's going to hear. But uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but Peter, uh, yeah, P- Peter is is getting into that top uh, echelon now. Uh, we talked about the, the potential of, of him uh, fighting maybe like Corey Sandhagen if the weird Frankie Edgar two fights in three months or two months thing like yeah. doesn't pan out, um, you know, being a, a possible a possible fight. But I do think he needs one more marquee win for sure. Uh, but the uh, the seemingly the WWE route is showing us that Cody Garbrandt might be on the horizon for him at, if Cody can beat Asunsao, which, as yeah. you know, we mentioned, is going to be a t- very tall task itself. Uh, but mm-hmm. there's now the backstory for that, like you know, yeah, Peter there's something there. Smashed his his friend and coach Uriah, so. Um, yeah, that that's a thing. Um, but then there's Aljamain Sterling out there too. Who's I think Aljamain deserves a title fight, by the way. And yeah. Fat Henry Soto won't cough up any title fights for anybody. Man, okay, that's super off topic. But he hauled off and got shot. Not just like oh, he's looking. You know, he's like got this like out of camp weight. Dude is straight loose in the cage, man. The dude, like yeah. he looks like he hasn't hit a workout since his fight <laughs> with Marlon. I it, yeah. it, I don't know, man. I I really. I don't strongly dislike Henry, but he does need to call. He's hold, you're, you're holding up two belts, Chief. It's like we need to. You need to be more active. Yeah. Um, I think Benavidez. Uh, first of all, Henry defended bantamweight last, so I want to see Henry defend flyweight, and I think Benavidez de- deserves that. And he already beat him once, which is interesting. But um, yeah, as far as the bantamweight division, I think Aljamain uh, probably deserves a title fight. 
Um, this is a this is a good segue. So yeah, Peter Yan won. Yeah. You guys should retire. Um, <laughs> Marlon and, and Jose. Um, obviously Marlon lost to Henry Cejudo, but um, and and we can talk about the the decision aspect there. But talking about we were we, Dana is becoming okay with people possibly <laughs> getting title shots off of losses. So Yoel, which is possibly coming to fruition, and then I mean Jose, close or not lost the fight and he why would he just now after his first fight coming down and then losing i don't see why he gets a why he would get an immediate title shot yeah i i don't i don't like it i mean i i was hoping that it would pan out that way like i said we we mentioned how close that fight was and uh you know honestly when it came down time to make the decision i thought it was a toss-up like a coin flip on who was going to win but uh yeah I, I wanted jose to win because i thought that could be a cool matchup um, something we hadn't seen with, um, um, you know, with, with, with he and Cejudo, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't like it. I don't like the president. I actually like Yoel a lot. He's one of my favorite fighters, probably one of your favorite fighters too. Yeah. And I still think he's going to be a nightmare matchup for Adesanya, but the dude lost. <laughs> right. Yeah, he did. I, he, he lost. I mean, I don't know. I just don't like that precedent. I don't, it's to me, it's, it's paramount to like, uh, like the NCAA football thing when like Alabama kept making the like has made the playoffs several times this decade like on years they didn't go to their conference championship game. Oh it's yeah, like, okay. it's like it's like it's like no, like I, I'm sorry that on paper you're the best team, like you lost. Like, yeah, no, you no, lost yeah, the games that matter. I mean, I'm right. sorry that you know eyeball test says you're this. You, you lost the play-in game. That's why we play the games. That's why we fight the fight. So yeah, I don't like that. That uh, I honestly don't like that Yoel's getting the title shot. I mean, it's going to be awesome. I'm definitely watching that fight, but oh, I don't yeah. like I don't like the precedent. I'd rather see Cannoneer get yes leapfrogged up into it than Yoel. To be honest, I mean, while we're waiting for Paulo to to heal up, absolutely. And the Paulo fight excites me a ton. Um, obviously, but he's got that bicep tear, and he's got seven or eight months left still on on that recovery. But no, I completely agree. That's you know, let's we're that's going off on like a you know different uh division different subject there but um no i completely agree uh yoel that's just yes I, I agree with everything you're saying the precedent as far as guys coming off losses yeah i i see what you're saying like here i, I agree it was a toss-up i said in the <laughs> in the lost podcast i said that uh i think i just came off watching it because i didn't get to watch that fight live um i just came off watching it i think it was a draw i think it was 10-9 marlin in the first round i think it was 10-8 jose in the second round i think it was 10-9 marlin in the last round which would be a draw 28 28 but um yeah so if i mean jose wasn't able to put enough put together a dominant enough performance or be able to finish marlin to to get the win and that's it you know call it say what you want judging questionable sure but yeah. jose's in the loss category there i i'm i'm not interested in him instantly getting a fight against henry who i anyway think should defend flyweight first so yeah. that was a that was a you know that leaves them in kind of a weird place because now Marlon I mean you could do Marlon Aljamain too, uh, you know I, yeah. I, that's, a, that's a possibility because uh, because if it's going to be log jammed at bantamweight, then I Marlon Aljamain too or Jose Aljamain there there are some fights to make there and there's bantamweight's yeah. getting some big names if Cody can put something back together you've got Peter Jan Marlon Jose now if Frankie actually comes down that'd be nuts Corey Sanhagen. Um, like yeah. when I list the names out, there's some there's some good opportunities there. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's still it's a, still a talented, you know, stacked division. And I mean, honestly, uh, you know, we, we mentioned this fight, but I mean, if 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 Asunsau like sleeps Cody or submits Cody or just puts Cody away, then I mean, he's he's in the conversation. Yeah, I mean, like he, I mean that that Absolutely. dude has been as hot as anybody. Um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely think he's he's in the conversation. You could even do a Sunsau Sterling after the Cody. I don't know the Cody thing is going to hold up a lot because Cody is the darling of that division marketing wise. Nobody's as marketable as Cody at that division. Maybe Aljamain, definitely yeah. not Cejudo. Cejudo's not marketable. He's trying so hard and it's just falling flat. But yeah, he, he <laughs> like he, it's like he's doing the Colby thing, but like even more wrong than Colby. Even more terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he elicits no emotion. He from, does. It's like every time he makes man. a joke, people just kind of like, okay, yeah, dude. He is oh. the the UFC's Dolph Ziggler. I mean, I just I, don't, <laughs> care. Yeah. I, don't, dude, I don't care what that dude says ever. <laughs> and then, oh man, speak. Henry and TJ have been hitting the buffets, my guy. Did you see TJ Dillashaw? Which TJ was always much bigger offseason than i realized but oh my god he's fighting it he's gonna make a return fight at middleweight dude he was huge him <laughs> at least he's been working out though he just looks like thick kind of henry yeah i already said it. henry just looks like he looks wet <laughs> like he just looks, <laughs> he looks soggy dude i'm yeah no i don't know i'm just ripping on henry but yeah seriously um anyway we'll we'll move on here past the bantamweight division uh lots of interesting matchups there um, moving into the women's bantamweight division, um, maybe Amanda could fight Henry. No, I'm just kidding. But Amanda <laughs> Nunes and uh, GDR, we also called this one. I think we both, I think, called finishes, but we did call, um, we did call yeah. Nunes. Uh, she employed her wrestling. Uh, that was, you know, I think I jumped in like halfway into the first round, and, I, and then I watched the rest of the uh, the rest yeah. of the fight. But she employed her wrestling. I don't know if that was a you have to assume it probably was GDR, a world champion kickboxer. Um, uh, yeah, Dutch kickboxer. I don't know. I have to imagine Amanda came in with that game plan. I'm going to take her down. I'm going to pressure her. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get off shots when I can, like those powerful overhands and, and, and things like that. But when I get the opportunity, I'm going to take her down and pressure her that way because I don't think she has answers for me on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda, Amanda is more well-rounded than people tend to, I think, give her credit for just because her highlight knockouts are so, you know, vicious. And the, and the cyborg thing was when she really became mainstream. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she, she's a good wrestler. I mean, she's, she's, she's well-rounded. She manages distance well. Um, but honestly, I think like one of the, the crazy parts of it was that Jermaine did such a good job on the feet. Like she was, she was kind of, yeah. her length was visibly bothering. Um, she stunned her a couple of times. She stunned Amanda yeah. a couple of times. For and, sure. and, and she did the upkick thing too. And Amanda kept standing up in the guard and Dana actually talked about in the post fight. Why like, he was like, what? I don't understand why she was standing up in the guard so much. Like she was. You know, because she got she got nailed by the one up kick, and I can't remember if the one up kick directly led into that triangle attempt. Um, oh my god, I was I was like, oh, I was, <laughs> dude, that was I was like, no way, I was like, this is it. I, I really did. When she rolled over and I saw she had her arm through her legs, I was yeah. like, this is about to be Dustin Poirier Holloway one. I, I really thought that's what was happening. I was like, this is it. She's about to tap. But she, yeah, no. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Yeah, she got loose though. Yeah, yeah. That that was when she rolled over. I was like, oh my god, she's in like an like a irreconcilable position right now. Like she can't, she can't get out of this position, but, but evidently it wasn't quite where it deep enough, quite where it needed to be. Like, I think it was more around like the top of her head, not her neck. 
Um, yeah, no, it, it was. It ended up being too high up. Well, yeah, I mean, like once she rolled out of it. But um, no, that was that was good. I GDR did a good job of in you know imposing her stand up and not that you know this wasn't GDR's game plan to get taken down. However many you know at will basically, but it was it was notable to see that GDR was able to you know keep like you were saying keep the distance uh, or excuse me control the distance and you know use her length basically to force amanda to feel like her only comfortable option was to take her down and get the job get the job done that way (laughs) (laughs) which uh which she did i mean there's yeah no arguing i think one of the what was it it was like 50 44 or something like that there was one 50 44 and then i I think it was a 50 45 and then i think there was one 49 44 five or something but, like that. yeah but, but um no that was that was good amanda's for sure the goat i mean that's uh, that's two kickboxers in a row chris cyborg you know pennington uh she kind of lost to shevchenko but we don't need to jump in all that right now um i this i mean it's it wasn't questionable before this and this just extended that amanda's the, the the absolute goat um and i and i'm curious to see to see who's potentially next for her. i think and we, we don't have to talk about this long, but I, I think it's going to have to end up being Shevchenko again. Yeah. I mean, that's the only, uh, yeah, from a marketing standpoint, I mean, there's just, unfortunately you have a girl down there, especially since Cyborg's departure. Um, I mean, you just, I mean, dude, she has, she has retired <laughs> that division. I mean, like she, she's almost retired two divisions. Right. Like, I mean, there, you know, she beat Rhonda, she beat uh, Misha, that she beat Holly, she, all the names of that division. Right. And Holly's the only one that's sticking around, but Holly's lost. Uh, I think I, I think I saw that Holly's lost five times since her win over Rhonda, which is Man. hard to swallow. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Holly's lost five. I get, yeah. I mean, five, like a- I think, she, yeah, because she was undefeated. She was nine and oh when she beat Rhonda Rousey. I distinctly remember that. And uh, she's got five losses now. Wow. Yeah, that's big for or that's crazy for like such. Oh, my gosh, man. Holly. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess that's. Yeah. When you like think about it, I'm pulling it up. But now. I mean, it's been against like the top people. I mean, you know, obviously one against Cyborg, um, one against. Um, she got the she got the one, one against Misha, one against Misha, yeah. one against Cyborg, one against Amanda. Um and then, yeah, and then obviously two others that I can't recall right now. But yeah, uh, why don't I just pull it up on another stat site that's going to shut my computer down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but okay. Well, that you know. Anyway, we'll we'll move on from there. But um, so anyway, that kind of where it's that happens every time Amanda wins. It's like okay, well, who's next? And GDR was a good test. I you know it wasn't a waste of a fight. It wasn't you know I can't say it wasn't domination. She did dominate her, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't an absolute massacre. GDR had her shining moments, and and uh, that was that was good to see that. But Amanda just showed, and and it was. I know people didn't enjoy watching it as much, but it did show. Okay, I have another way to beat you. Yeah. So exactly. you can't use that argument of like, oh, she's got to land these overhands. Like, no, she might just take you down and John Jones you to death. Yeah, yeah. She's she really is like just far and away the best female fighter ever. I mean, it's pretty pretty cut and dried at this point so all right um okay so yeah jumping up to the co-main um i haven't come to terms with it i i don't believe i don't buy i still don't no but (laughs) i i I, first off i am a max holloway fan i don't i don't know who isn't i i sincerely i sincerely sincerely don't understand how you couldn't be a max and it's not that people aren't i don't know why i'm arguing with nobody but um max lost the belt i mean yeah he volkanovsky is 
a phenomenal fighter. I was trying to argue in my head that they I was trying I was being the person in my head that I dislike where it's like oh if you beat the champ like you got to beat the champ it's like no the rules right. are the same it's, it's like if it's 3 to 2 that's it you know or whatever so and at the end of the fight I was kind of having that argument in my head like well maybe no I mean Volkanovski won the fight Volkanovski won the flurries um he he got more shots off his leg kicks were devastating he landed like 50 or something like that yeah and Volkanovski's is no joke at all no, no. Chad, I mean, Jose, and Max in one year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's uh, well, he's a you know former rugby player that used to weigh like three hundred and fifty pounds. No, he <laughs> just goes he, up every time. But yeah, he was he was he was life. he was a massive, massive rugby player. He's just got a an incredible strength base for that weight. So I think that's always uh, um, kind of a a shock factor. But uh, to be honest, man, um, they said I mean, and I called that victory, but I, I think. I think the main thing uh, is more telling of Max because I honestly didn't think Volkanovski looked his best. I don't think he looked the most uh, dominant he's looked, uh, mm. but he still did enough, obviously, because he was landing the more um, taxing strikes. That was kind of the story of the night was like landing, you know, power versus volume. Like, yeah, and true. some of these some of these volume guys are are getting exposed a little bit for not doing any real damage. It's Good like point. it's like if you're f- kind of flinging the jab out there all night, and these guys, their face looks none the worse, or you know, yeah, they, they hit you, and you know, for instance, break your jaw, then you right. know, that's oh, gonna yeah. be, that's God. gonna be more telling. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I think um, I think Max needs to add a layer to his game, man. Like he's always saying, he's like, yeah, I'm yeah. getting better, I'm getting better. It's like, all right, well, let's see it, man. No, Bring it I, like, yeah, that's true. You know? yeah, let's, change, let's change up the game plan here. Yeah, because, I, yeah, I mean, he walks forward with the the simple, like, I mean, he, he he's got the, the kind of the the volume striking. He doesn't really wind up. He doesn't get a lot of shoulder whirl on his punches. No. He's like punching to score. Yeah. Um, and he did it excellently against uh, Ortega, but it was just pure volume that did that. And Ortega's mm. Ortega's stand up blows. I mean, which is yeah, you know, I could go off on that. Right. No. And in, in any sincere capacity, because yeah, well, he got that shot off on Frankie Ortega did, and mm-hmm. uh, but no, yeah. It's, I mean, Max at the end, it doesn't matter. You know, whatever. Max just lost the belt. Max is still one of the best all around strikers in 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 accuracy and distance, especially in the. Yeah. In the UFC, I think, I, really, he is. But you know, Volkanovski found his way around that. And he was able to punish him during the flurries and be like, like you know, tell Max, like, okay, like, come on, let's see you like try and put that volume on me. And then when he came in, huge leg kick or like a big flurry or something. I mean, Volkanovski is explosive. Did you know he used to be a rugby player that weighed four hundred and fifty? But but he no, he yeah. did a good job of of punishing Max when Max tried to. Because Max did both in his last two fights. On Ortega, he was doing the volume offensive. And then for Frankie, he was stuffing the takedowns and then punishing him for that. So he was kind of like a defensive volume and an offensive volume. But Volkanovski, I mean, that's that's it. He had the answer. Yeah, I mean, he he's, uh, he's very legit. He's very well-rounded. Um, I think he's got more of the tank. I think he can honestly... I think he can out-wrestle a lot of these guys. Uh, I think he can knock these guys out. I think he was fighting a little safe. But uh, he did enough, you know. He did enough to get the job done. But yeah, for, uh, for Max has got he's got to layer up his game, man. He's got to yeah. bring something else to the table. He doesn't even really utilize his kicks that much anymore. He's no. pretty much a straight volume boxer. Yeah, and, and he did he he had about a, all we're getting right. No, you're right. And he he did a couple of those uh, like oblique kicks, like the like the Robert Whitaker. Like I don't know why. I mean, he didn't patent those, but I don't know. I always just think of his against Yoel. But yeah. um, 
no, he he had a couple of those good shots, which it's funny because those that's that actually paid off. Max had a couple good knees to the body against Volkanovski, and like I said, had yeah. those kicks to the front of his knee. Where and Volkanovski not? Did you notice that after every time Holloway landed any solid strike, he just like nodded, like yeah, that was good. They're both yeah. nice guys. I mean, I you know I can't be mad that Volkanovski won the belt. I, I like Holloway a lot, and he's only twenty eight. Yeah, he is, but he, I mean, but he, in, in CTE years, Max is 49 years well, old. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah he is. He's, I, I don't remember how he used to speak when he, like, first entered the UFC, but no, he is, he's, he's got that, uh, he's a little punch drunk. Yeah, he, he doesn't sound the, like, God, man, that one interview, uh, might have been with Ariel or the other field guy for the UFC, but either way, yeah, just every time I listen to him talk, I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> Nate, Nate Diaz makes him sound like a scholar. Yeah, yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. Nate's gotten worse, and I well, always tell. Uh, Nate talk, started off rough, but yeah, he yeah. um, he he wasn't exactly you know um, <laughs> he wasn't ex- exactly Anderson Cooper when he started. <laughs> no, it wasn't a wordsmith. All yeah. right, so um, anyway, we'll we'll jump onto the the main event here since we've done the podcast twice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, Max Holloway. Um, we'll, we'll we'll jump into some potential matchups real quick. Um, for, for Volkanovski, I mean, who's, well, here, for Max first. Okay, well, first of all, a potential rematch isn't completely out of the cards if nothing significant no, happens. No, I think that's, yeah. Th- I think that's what Dana said, the, the, what he likes for. That'd be good. That. But, uh, yeah, just, um, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think, th- I think that needs to happen because ultimately I think, uh, I think Zabit is another one big win away. I think Zabit's the guy that's that's going to yeah. be waiting in the wings. So, but yeah, I mean, outside of that, I don't like anyone. I mean, really, because I mean, if, yeah. if Jose's leaving the division, um, which I mean, he needs to. I don't think he'll reascend. Uh, Yair Rodriguez, I don't think has anything for those guys. He looked good against no. Jeremy sixteen loss Stevens, but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, or, yeah. or t- we've determined that Ortega doesn't. I don't think Ortega would do well against Volkanovski at no. all. No, <laughs> absolutely so, not. So I think Zabit is the 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 one and only right uh, th- third dance partner to those two. Uh, so, but I, I honestly, I just want to see him get one more big win, and then uh, yeah, I mean. Then, that's it. Yeah, it's either I think it's either I agree. It's either a rematch or and say they rematch instantly. I think Zabit gets the winner. No, yeah, I think that's kind of where it where it should fall. That the featherweight division's been sadly a little thin for a while. Ever basically since Max beat Jose twice. It feels like. That's what it feels like anyway. Yeah. It's like basically since Holloway got the belt, because I remember when he beat Ortega, it was like, well, it was like yeah. well, for, that was the war, the best title defense. I mean, I can think of or one of them. So it was just like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. And then he beat Frankie handily, and it was just like, I don't know. So the fact that he went from two monster defenses, really three monster defenses, to you know, get to losing it, that's you know, that says something. So there's, you know, I, you're right. It's it's kind of just those those three guys. Um, all right, jumping in, boom, Colby broken jaw Covington unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's crazy. I mean, we both call. Wait, no, ho, ho. I you okay? All right, never mind. You already you already said you said I, I get it. You were right about all your <laughs> predictions. Um, but okay, so I said Usman late submission, late TKO, kind of the same. No, but um, that I mean, yeah. That, let's let's talk about it. I, I, I that was such a close fight. That was a phenomenal fight. Also, um, I thought that may happen. I didn't say it on the podcast. I was kind of thinking it in the couple days leading up to the fight. I was like, they are both so similar in their wrestling and pressure, like. Yeah, they're wrestling and pressure, and they're like ground and pound striking, and like the gra- like strike, strike, gra- strike, strike, grapple, like we've said. But I was like, they might just 
do the old like you know like Ben Askren, Damian Maya. It wasn't that bad, but like where they where they strike a lot more than you realize because they don't want to get involved in each other's wrestling, basically. And that's what happened. I mean, it was a kickboxing match for sure. Yeah, I, I can't remember if we mentioned that like on the podcast or if it was just us talking, you know, uh, in you know everyday life. But like I. I distinctly remember us saying, like, what if neither one of them want to wrestle? I mean, that's what happened. It was like, I think they just thought, okay, well, the wrestling's going to cancel itself out. And I think they just had both so much respect for each other's wrestling that they probably both thought they were just going to zap each other's energy yeah. by yep. trying to wrestle each other. So, um, but yeah, I was a little surprised. I mean, they really didn't try to em- employ the wrestling at all. No, I mean, dude, I don't remember. Was, I looked away a couple times, but no, I, I don't remember any. Seriously, no, I really don't. No, I don't think so. It was a straight uh, up uh, zero 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 match. takedown attempts. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy. So, um, man, but yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was. I mean, it was a great um, a great display. I do. I still think, even now, I still think those are the two best guys at one seventy. Absolutely. I definitely um, hope they fight again. Uh, not not immediately necessarily. I, I don't think they'll fight immediately, but especially since Colby's going to have a jaw wired shut for I think they said three months. God, uh, so there's, there's a sweet irony there too. Yeah, the dude, that's hilarious. The like all the talking, oyster, and then you know Usman can now say that he Knocked shut, out. literally shut Colby up. Like, yeah, oh my wired god, wired his jaw shut. So anyway, um, but yeah, we uh, we talked about it. I think um, Usman looked great. No, I mean the judge just scorecards were released after per Dana. It was two two, right? One was two two. One was three one. Colby. One was three one. Usman. Oh. Um, so I mean, we could have been headed for a draw, but Usman. Um, the, the interesting thing was Colby. After he said he broke his draw in the second round, and then yeah. he continued to take the shots really well for the next two rounds, and then mm-hmm. the fifth round, it seemed like everything that uh, Usman landed was dropping Colby. So I don't know if yeah. just like the pain had set in or something had set, but he just, he wasn't taking the shots anymore. And he, uh, he, I think he was it three times in a row. He dropped him or something. Yeah, yeah. Kamaru had two knockdowns. It, it feel well. Yeah. So he, I'm pretty sure like in the fifth round, he like, ro- he kind of like rocked him and he kind of like backed up to the cage. And then yes, not like knocked him all the way down. Colby got up scrambled. And then, yeah, he got like that final <laughs> knockdown where he followed up with ground and pound. Yeah. That was, I was, out of my seat that was that was unbelievable i was like what i was like this is happening yeah. and then when kamaru took his back and then started raining shots to the back of the head no i'm just yeah. kidding. They, they weren't that blatant i see he was trying to get around i don't think they were intentional i don't think kamaru at that point is like you know what like after five rounds like i i think you know anyway i heard people talking about that as well yeah it, it was it was a little early but i mean i because I, I, I do think colby was still had his facilities and like he had his hand up by his ear blocking the shots but yeah Either way, if that's what the scorecards were, there's no way it wasn't going to be two judges for Usman. I no, mean, yeah, because if it was three one Usman and then two two, you're uh, you can't yeah. and you're with two knockdowns, you're going to give it to come. That was so, probably yeah. we were probably looking at a ten eight round that last round. So, yeah. um, yeah, Usman. I mean, it was a, it was a legit win, a little, a little early stoppage. I still think you know Mark Goddard just is a gives me a pain in the ass. Like, dude, he know. does, man. I watched uh, something about his face just pisses me off. But yeah, he yeah he is. He's like he is. He's just a jerk. And he I watched uh, Rydell, and this is this was a this is an undercard fight at UFC two forty three. This is weird. That I'm bringing this up, but I saw it last night because it was on ESPN two. Um, they showed like the whole. I think maybe just the undercard. But I watched Rydell and or Rydell and like Malarkey. I think were their names. 
And uh, that was, first of all, an amazing fight, a total brawl. But man, and Mark Goddard was the ref. Dude, the, whole, the guy was going limp at the end. And he's like, all right, let's see what happens. Like, he let it <laughs> yeah. go to decision. I, dude, he is a very inconsistent rep. And he's the one who stood up Usman and Woodley, correct? Yeah, the the multiple times. And, and you know, Joe and John Anik were actually during the fight talking about how they just thought it was like unprofessional and he was just not doing a good job. And then he goes after them on Twitter. And it's just like, That's dude, fine. like, and, and, and I rewatched that fight a couple times. And yeah, it was just Usman dominating wrestling. And he just, he just like stand him up. And when you do that, it's against Tyron Woodley. It's not like Usman took down, you know, yeah. Masvidal or, you know, it's not yeah. like it's good take. But you know what I mean? Like Tyron's one of the best, what, A, welterweights of all time. One of the best wrestlers to come through the division. If you're keeping Woodley on the ground, you're not doing it because it's easy. You're yeah. doing it because a, or it's, you know, it's the most effective, and he was able to get the most damage off that way. But you're keeping Tyron Woodley on the ground. So like, no, yeah. no, no, let's get up. It's like let's give Tyron yeah. a chance again. Yeah, that was, yeah. No, anyway, yeah. that's a small tangent, but yeah, Mark Goddard, kind of a, I don't know, not a, not a huge fan of that guy's a ref. But, but um, anyways, I think, I think next, um, I think I was talking about this um with uh with Dalton at work today, but yeah, I, I think honestly next. I don't think we're going to see Masvidal. I think Masvidal is going to wait for Connor. I, I think because I mean, yeah. honestly, I I mean, if you think about it from once again like a marketing standpoint, um, Usman's going to get a medical suspension probably. Although I don't know how much lasting damage was actually done to him from Colby. I mean, he yeah, I don't know. He he, I mean, he, he didn't look few, terrible. No, he, he might get like face a, cuts. He, he might get like a ninety day or something. But right. But uh, either way, I can see Masvidal. I, I think I even saw somewhere that that Dana even kind of confirmed this that um, Masvidal is going to wait for Connor should Connor beat Cowboy, and then um, and, and then you know the winner of that being open to a title shot. Uh, I think the quote said. Obviously, if uh, Connor beats Masvidal, then he would be in line to go against Khabib, which is kind of weird. It's like that's oh, really yeah. like a circumvention of Justin Gaethje. But like, yeah, um, man, dude, yeah, and just, uh, that, that sucks, dude. That that doesn't fly. I defend Dana a lot. I really do. Like, I think I think he's a fantastic president for the UFC. I think he's you know he's you know he's uh, oh, he's a brilliant fight he, maker. Marketer. absolutely and i think he's just like a good personality for like what the sport is kind of like uh you know like f you i don't care what you say like this is you know you know the, just how he is I, I think he's good for the sport but um yeah that doesn't fly with me it's not like yeah and i think i don't know if he actually said this but if he did it's nuts he's like this is a 155 fight but they're not doing the full cut uh huh it's, like, <laughs> this is, it's a different division and they both it's they both fought in that division before. I that doesn't and oh man, yeah, that, that riles me up. It really does. It, that's not how that goes. Justin Gaethje deserves something big out of this. Um I it's you know, I don't think and, and Khabib, I'm so glad Khabib's not even entertaining it. He's like, I'm not fighting Connor again. That's a joke. Yeah. Like I, I, I think I think Khabib under any circumstances would avoid that fight and and create a real ruffle <laughs> with Dana White to avoid having to do that again. Well, if this is the the you know if this is the gravel road we're gonna go to get there, then uh, I don't think we have to worry about it because honestly, I don't think Connor beats Masvidal. In, no, yeah, in, okay. any, any any day of the week. So um, yeah, if that's the if that's the contingency fight, uh, no chance. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, if, not if with the Masvidal just, we saw against Nate. God, uh, yeah, man, just like breaking yeah. ribs with every shot. But yeah, no, if yeah, if Cowboys the contingency fight, that's a huge problem. If it's Jorge, it's like okay, sure, that's fine. But um, no, yeah, I completely agree. 
so yeah, as far as Colby, is you know his future matchups. I I think if I think if Marty and Colby can both go get separate fights, Marty def- or yeah, Marty defends again, and Colby grabs a top three a top three guy. I I, I still I want to see Colby Tyron man. If Tyron yeah. can get it together and fight someone. Yeah, that's not a good look right now for Tyron. Like a dominant, dominant loss, and now he's ducking Leon. Um, yeah, I mean, and honestly, I mean, I I think Leon's done enough as is to or to earn a, a title shot. I mean, he is he has won eight in a row. Um, yeah, so he's t- tied with Usman now for the longest streak in the division. Leon um, Marty and Colby Tyron, and then winners yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just I, I don't know. I don't, I don't like the the Tyron we're seeing now, man, he's just distracted and it doesn't seem like he's got a lot of, uh, I don't know. I don't think he's got a lot of, uh, gusto to fight anymore, man. I just he does, I think well, he, he does. He's got other stuff that he's doing. And yeah, man, dude, what a lame excuse for the, the London thing. He was like, uh, if I'm going to be out of the country, I'm going to be, I don't want to be on vacation. What? Huh? It's like, you're a fighter. This doesn't, I, that was the weird, just be honest. Be like, yeah, I don't want to fight in London. Or something. Don't be like. I don't know. That was just right. a weird like answer to the question about. It's like, don't you want to? I don't know. That was weird to me. Um, I will say Leon and Marty would sell uh so bad. Oh yeah, that'd be terrible. <laughs> I'm just saying, like yeah. that would have to be. You would have to shove well, that as like a third title fight or something on like kind of what we just saw. Well, I, I don't. Think I will good. say. I mean, yes, I agree. Uh, but I will say that there has been some maturation process i think in the the people that are buying the fights now now that ufc has gone more mainstream it's on espn now and like there's you know the ariel hawani show is very visible like since the visibility has increased um like some of the buys on some of the less supposedly marketable fights have been good uh like the the freaking poirier khabib fight would would be a good example of two guys that weren't um you know, super vocal. I mean, Khabib obviously had the very uh, eventful year and, you know, was yeah. had that wave, but still. Um, but that, yeah, I mean, I think you're right overall. I think Usman is getting to that level now where it's like, okay, this guy really is the legit best 170 uh, on the planet. And now yeah, for sure. we got to see if anyone can beat him. Uh, but yeah, the Leon Edwards side would be thin because only, yeah, yeah, well, I, I, th- I think diehards, only diehards know how good he is. No, yeah, you're right. Leon Edwards is very far, especially in that division. From how you got Nate Diaz, Jorge Masvidal, Colby Covington, Robbie Lawler, Tyrell. Yeah, Leon just falls at a, in an awkward spot as far as as far as bringing attention. He falls in a weird spot in that division. Um, okay, so jumping forward a little bit before we wrap up uh, next weekend, which I will have to watch uh, on on TiVo, if you will. No, but I'm not going to wake up at five in the morning to watch this main card. Um, but there are, uh, I'll just talk about, we'll just talk about the main two. That's, there are some, you know, decent fights beforehand. Um, but, uh, Vulcan as Demir and, and Rockage, this is huge to me. This is more important. I, I care more about this fight because, well, uh, well, (laughs) Vulcan is obviously like a super good light heavyweight. Uh, he's gotten some, you know, he barely lost. And I, I don't remember the fight very well at this point. I should rewatch it, but Vulcan lost to, uh, Dominic in a very close controversial decision. So Vulcan's always in that mix. You know, he's only lost to one oh, Anthony yeah. Smith. He just put, he just slept Latifi. Vulcan's always in the mix. Vulcan's talented. I see him progressively getting better. So he's yeah. always exciting. And then Rockich. Rockich is the, is, is the saving grace follow up to Johnny Walker. I oh, want yeah. to see, I want to see, he's a tall, athletic, 
like even more so than uh, than Reyes, I think. Uh, like tall, athletic, kind of unpredictable striker. Not to the extent that Johnny is, but yeah. uh, I mean, he's twelve and one. Uh, I don't know what. Let me see how that how that loss panned out. But what? Yeah, what do you think about that that fight? Oh yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, Rock, Rock, Rocket just got to win, man. <laughs> like, uh, oh, it was me. Uh, Rocket's just... first fight in a, to a he got submitted. That's it. And yeah, 2011. And then... And then the huge, um, you know, the the huge head kick KO. Um, yeah, to Manawa. Uh, yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jimmy Manawa. Um, yeah, dude, he is. Uh, he's just a great striker. Um, and, and, I mean, and he, yeah, and he does have some. Uh, um, you know, he does have some grappling also. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, just in general, man. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, he's he's a knockout artist. He's uh, he's got some big wins over. Um, I think he, he beat. Let me see. It was Clark. Um, in yeah, he beat Devin Clark. Devin Clark's Devin pretty Clark. scary, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scary. Retire. Dude. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> and then he lost. I think Ryan, did Devin Clark lose to Ryan Span? I don't know why we're talking about Devin Clark. So yeah. Rocket. So I think Esdemir is a perfect matchup to see where Rocket kind of stands in this light heavyweight division. Um, tall, he's athletic, got the look, fun to watch. Yeah, yeah like, he does. He just yeah, and and honestly, like we've talked about, we talked about it on the other. podcast. You know, I'm not going to beat this dead horse, but we just <laughs> like it, it. It's going to take some sort of different skill set to beat John. Like Dominic yeah. Reyes, I, I will. I don't like do, doing. The, I don't like making absolute statements like this. Dominic Reyes just does not have the the skill set. If John comes out no. totally flat, there's always a chance. But I, I just don't see Dominic just having any chance to to bring that fight home. No, so, no, then, especially uh, not in a decision. Yeah, I always kind of exclude when we're talking about a situation like that. I always kind of have to exclude freak things like a flash knockout or a broken leg or, you know, a, a wild submission that he catches him with. I'm talking in a five round bout where we're assuming it could go the whole way without something crazy happening. John's going to absolutely dominate Dominic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, just, I, I completely agree. If especially if he decides to to use his wrestling, like he yeah. should. And then I mean, looking at the top ten, man. I mean, if if so, Rocket is ten right now, and Ozemir's eight. But mm-hmm. then if you look at the names past that, um, you got Gustafson. Uh, so I mean, Gustafson kind of not fighting. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's half retired, sort of. Uh, and then Blockowitz and Anderson is obviously the next number one contender fight. So I yeah. mean, so whoever. When's that probably gonna get the winner of Reyes Jones? Uh, but then it's then it's Reyes, Anthony Smith, Daniel Cormier. I mean, like, go ahead and take Daniel off, dude. Man, we Dan, yeah, what? Dan, Dan, Daniel's cutting to get to two sixty five now. Like the dude's not fighting at two oh five anymore. <laughs> no shot, and then, man. And then they still got Tiago number one, assuming he doesn't need a cane to walk for the rest of his life. So <laughs> I mean, once you get past the Corey Anderson Jan Blockowitz matchup. Uh, Rockage has got kind of a, a, a launching pad there um, because unless they're going to fe- do an Anthony Smith rematch or a Tiago Santos rematch, uh, it's thin, dude. I mean, it's, yeah. it's thin up there. So t- uh, Anthony Smith taking maybe not Vulcan if he wins, but say Rockage comes out on this, which I do think he will. I mean, I don't, I'm not taking Esdemir lightly, like I'm fighting him. No, but I, I don't think Vulcan's definitely not a joke. Vulcan's a threat to almost everyone in that division, um, but. I think Rockage is going to take this one, and then I think we do Rockage Smith, me, Sean Shelby, and Dana. <laughs> no, but I think yeah. uh, no, I think Rockage. Yeah, you're exactly right. He's got like a pretty good jump there, and then he can get a big gap fight, bring home a win there, and then possibly be in like a in a John conversation. I know that's you know I'm kind of leapfrogging down the timeline a little bit, but 
when yeah. you have a guy like that that people are excited to see, he's twelve and one. He just retired Jimmy Manoa, who was a powerhouse. Um, I, I yeah, I think there's some big opportunities for him. So I'm really excited to see the outcome of that. Um, I'm not a yeah. As soon as I wake up Saturday morning, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm not waking up early for it. But as soon as I wake up, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and watch. Um, and then we don't have to talk long about this. We talked about this. Situation that might have been on the unheard podcast, but <laughs> um, the uh, Frankie Edgar Korean zombie fight. So, Frankie trying to yeah. grab this featherweight fight. I don't know what his goal here. Frankie's, I mean, he's a dog for this, I guess, trying to grab this featherweight fight right before he goes down to Corey Sanhagen to fight at Bantamweight. I mean, yeah, I, I'm excited. Uh, this is cool. I mean, I it'll be a fun, it'll be, a, I think it'll be a very fun fight to watch. I don't think it'll be a boring fight, just who's in it. Um, but I don't know what the implications are here. No, I don't either. Frankie's at that point. He's he's becoming that guy that's officially holding up the divisions now. It's yeah. like once you've lost enough title fights, it's like yeah, you're, I, right. <laughs> you're officially just like the the molasses in the punch bowl, man. Like yeah. you're just not <laughs> the half gatekeeper. Yeah. I, I, you're, I, you're not advancing it anymore. So right. yeah. I'm kind of, I kind of forgot. I didn't forget, but like, I kind of am not taking into account that it's supposed to be Ortega, Korean zombie, which boy, let me tell you, I was way more excited for that. (laughs) Just the winner there of that would have been, that would have been a big deal. That would have made the top of the featherweight division more interesting to me. But um, Frankie's got his work cut out for him. If he wants to try and do the Corey Sanhagen fight in January or uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's January at the latest February, which man, a fight with Korean zombie. I don't know why you think you're going to come out fine enough to cut to a division you haven't before <laughs> and be okay. I, I don't know, man. And I, I hope the best as far as Frankie goes and it'd be cool. If he could pull it off, it'd be a very Donald Cerrone legend thing to do, but um, we'll have to see yeah. what happens. I think Korean zombie's going to take it though. He does. I mean, Frank, Frankie has always been a fighter's fighter. And I mean, he, you know, he desperately, he's so competitive. He desperately wants to be in that top conversation, but uh, he's just and like yeah, I mean even the fact that his name was even thrown into the 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 hat with Connor, it's like man, like what are we doing? Like yeah, we're giving we're the guy we're giving the guy too much clout at this point in his yeah. career. I mean I hate <laughs> to say it, but he's just not he's not at that level anymore. He's not no. as fast as he used to be. He's not he's not the the guy that beat B J Penn twice. No, like, he's just yeah. not that dude anymore. So yeah, no, yeah, I, I don't I, know. I don't know. Some... I don't care. Screw <laughs> <it>. <laughs> no, yeah, you're kind of right, though. Um, I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens. I, but bottom line, I think both of us, uh, I'm for, for sure both of us, and I think a lot of people listening uh, are going to be more excited for the Rockets Esdemir fight. Uh, I'm going to call a second round TKO on Esdemir, and I think Esdemir is going to get up complaining. Front kick from Rockets, followed up by some strikes on the cage. Uh, he's going to, it's going to get stopped by Mark Goddard, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then Esdemir is going to get up and be like, "No, I was good," and then Rockets be like, "No, you weren't." That's it. Uh, and then Rockets, yeah, I, I feel like Ozdemir does such a good job of not getting like knocked out or finished. But yeah, I I'm gonna go with not my head. I'm gonna go with my heart here. <laughs> I hope uh, I'm gonna go first round TKO Rockets. Um, Man, yeah. I, I just to be honest, I I think I can see Vulcan doing enough to neutralize Rockets and making it a points game but uh and we haven't really seen rocket go into deep water a lot so and this will be his no. first i wonder is that gonna be a five rounder or no yeah it'll be, it'll it's be a three it'll be a right. three rounder yeah so honestly since it's a three rounder i could definitely see it go, see it go uh, well the whole way. 
but that's uh yeah no absolutely so we'll be excited to watch that that's the uh the review and preview uh take two so if you're hearing this it went well (laughs) um no but uh thank you for listening um as always if you enjoyed uh review rate it and like recommend it to your friends um but yeah i appreciate it thanks for tuning in we will be back soon we're probably gonna do some sort of uh award thing for fighters and fights of the year things like that so uh be on the lookout for that and then of course we'll i'm sure we'll be reviewing uh ufc busan or whatever it is 5 a.m not gonna watch it till i get up um (laughs) anyway uh thanks all as always for tuning in and uh, we'll talk to you next time